You know what opportunity we have? What? We're we're in like the, the uh, we're in like the most desolate area, like the most corrupt city on earth, Gotham. Well, yeah, um, but we're near Arkham Asylum. And I I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but despite my best efforts, I have never been inside an insane asylum. Adam, we are not going inside that insane asylum. I feel like it would be homey. That's like where I belong, man. Okay. There's Batman with a muzzled up Sonic. You just go go ask him. I'm just going to stay here and be in the safe area next to all these cops. Uh, if if you guys come out and uh, just find me when you come out, this is awesome. I'm gonna go into asylum. Hey, Batman. What? Uh, uh, who are you? Uh, I'm Adam, and um, I've never been in an asylum, and I probably should be. So, can can you like show me around in there? Fine, but just just stay close. Okay. Uh, this. Blue Hedgehog has been causing me enough ruckus. Yeah, don't get me started on that guy. He's a freak. Okay, I'll, I'll give you the tour. Uh, we gotta put him down. Uh, we just gotta take the elevator down to the third floor. Okay. Ugh. There's a bunch of weirdos down here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy over there uh, to your right, that's a calendar man. Oh, what's his deal? Oh, he, he loves holidays. Uh, or just days in general. He could probably tell you when the next leap year is in like 20 years from now. Uh, or when uh, your birthday... Okay, that's, that's or, weird. Or what specific date your birthday was on. I, uh... I feel like that's not bad enough for him to be locked up in here, but alright. Uh, uh, uh just just uh, just think about it this way weird weird themed crimes okay i i don't think you want i don't think you know the extent of that yeah i'll just leave it at that batman i'm just i'm just happy to be here and um realize that i'm weirder than the first guy you show me okay okay here's the weirder guy uh, over there is Condiment King. Are you kidding me? No, I am not. He he literally uses condiments as a weapon. Just just I, uh, l- listen here, kid. Don't get him started on a crunch. Uh, okay, you know, this third person you show me had better be certified, or like I swear to God, like I cannot be crazier than everybody in here. Oh, okay, okay. Just let me throw Sonic in there in the cell. That's what you get. You won't be seeing much of him for a while. Good. Uh, this place really has a breakout policy. It's weird. But they they usually yeah, go back. I, so I heard. Uh, anyway, this this last one. This one gave me a lot of trouble. Uh, oh yeah. My, my second year on the job. Uh, okay. He. he He's the Riddler, is what he calls himself. Don't answer any of his riddles if he t- starts talking to you. Did, did he just like? Did he just play like a game with you? Kind of. Do you want the full story? Yeah, it better be nuts, man. Uh, there's a lot of heart aches. A lot of weird music choices, and a cool chart car chase. That that sounds amazing. Just just have a seat, and I'll tell you this tale. But uh, by half the story, I can't tell you all the details. Fair enough. And we're back. That's right. Uh, back in. Better than ever? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I mean, we're not. I feel better than ever. I mean, I mean, I kind of do. I I mean, my legs were eaten alive with two mosquitoes tonight, so. Yeah, it's that time of the year. 
I felt really good uh, last weekend. I was camping and I went running. I didn't go running in a long time. And during the run, I was like, man, I'm out of shape. This is terrible. And then I looked up the route afterward and I realized I ran three miles. I thought it was only like a mile and a half. I was like, oh, actually, never mind. I did great. I tried doing running once and you know where my old apartment used to be? Yeah. Like the one that you, uh, that was like very north. Yep. Yeah, I know which one. Yeah. uh, So I ran from there and then took that route by that subway that's up there. Okay. All the way down to State Street. What? And then I ran all the way down to Kessler's. And then I ran all the way over to back to on along six all the way back to um, the C store, and then all the way back up to my apartment. Did you take a break at all in any of that? Because well, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I don't even know how far that is. Yeah, yeah I, I stopped at the subway in between Kessler's and <laughs> the C store. <laughs> I was like, "Jeez, dude! Like, I, I don't, I don't even know how far that is, but that's like super far." Dang. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. I. Uh, I mean, I wasn't running the entire way. I was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, I mean, still, that's impressive to do that on foot. Uh, my legs felt it afterwards. Yeah, I'm sure. I, got, <laughs> I mean, I got back to the apartment at like one and I had to work at five and I was like, shit. <laughs> You're like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> right. Especially on a day that I worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, other than that, not much else has been going on in my life. Uh, went to... No, yeah, no. Yeah, uh, last recording we talked about Disney World and everything, so... Yep. Yeah. Uh, not much else going to the National Elks Convention. So if you listeners at home will be there this at, to, at the National Elks Convention, you might see me. Probably not. If you do see him, you need to go up to him and make it weird. They have no idea who I am and what I look like. <laughs> they just know my name. Just like there's just like one of our like five fans is also in the Elks, and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna find every single person at this event named Tyler, and one of them is going to be him." All uh, right. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's if I stay at the convention all the time. I could yeah. Four <laughs> other places. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, life has been good. Uh, been watching some pretty good TV shows, actually. Oh, yeah? Uh, obviously, I'm watching Seinfeld for the first time. I actually, I know barely anything about Seinfeld. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a couple episodes after, just kind of give you oh. an idea. Okay. Uh, and I've been watching Barry. And out of oh, anyone, I know what Barry is. That took me a second. I was like, "That sounds familiar." Okay, yeah. And out of anyone, I feel like you would love Barry, Adam. No, it looks really good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just finished season two. It's it's a ride. Yeah, I saw. Um, I think someone else talked to me about it, but I, it really kind of captured my attention. I, I haven't watched it, but it kind of captured my attention because there's like this scene on YouTube about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't. I don't remember exactly what it showed, but it like showed a scene from that. And then they talked about it. I was like, wow, that actually looks really good. Yeah, it was uh, like the episode I just watched. It was just it was. It was the weirdest thing. It was like, imagine if the Three Stooges were, uh, were hitmen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of sounds what it was like from seeing that. Well, no, no, this is just the one episode. He's actually a competent killer. He's just okay. Just this one episode. It's weird. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that. Have you been watching any good TV shows recently? Uh, I went back to an old classic. Uh, Since Disney uh, allowed R-rated stuff to be on Disney+, I've been re-watching Daredevil. 
And uh, I've yeah. never seen the third season of Daredevil, and it's actually way better than the second season. I'm very happy with it. I've never watched Daredevil. I just want. I never watched any of the pre, uh, the non MCU MCU shows. Yeah. Um, I've seen a bit of Jessica Jones. I didn't really like it, so I kind of gave up on that. And then I never tried any of the other ones besides Daredevil. But Daredevil, like, the first season is amazing. And the second season, the first half is fine. And the second half of it is amazing. And the third season is amazing. I know a friend of mine is trying to get me into uh, uh, The Punisher. Yeah. um, I'm going to probably try watching The Punisher sometime soon because he's in season two of Daredevil quite a bit. And I really like that version of the character. Um, yeah, I I mean, well, no, you haven't got that far in the MCU, have you? Which bit? Where Daredevil shows up. In the movies or the shows? He, he appears in one of each. But I'm not going to say oh, which one. Okay, so I did see him in She-Hulk because I did watch that. I didn't know he was in a movie. Yeah. Oh, wait, I did know he was in a movie. Hold on. Um, so I haven't seen Spider-Man, but I know that he's in Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, not about Marvel. We got to talk about DC. Yep, yeah, we're getting, <laughs> like, we're going the exact wrong direction right now. In the world of DC, they announced a new animated uh, Superman show. That is actually oh, getting like nine and tens across the board. Oh, like there's already like reviews of it? Yeah. That's cool. It's, uh, let me look up the name of it. Uh, New Superman Show. Not that one. Animated. Have you ever uh, seen, seen like the really old Superman show? Like I think it's like the 1930s or something like that, Superman? No. It's it's really bad. I've seen a few episodes of it. It's, it's called My Adventures with Superman. Okay. Uh, it's like the same art style as like Invincible, if that helps. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like more anime-esque Superman. Yeah. Uh, well, it, that, it, that could be pretty good. Yeah. Of... That's kind of funny, though, that like Superman is at least kind of copying uh, a parody of Superman. I I mean, there's not much you can do with Superman really anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, did you go see the flash at all? Or do you have plans to? Uh, we might watch it actually. Uh, right away. Sabrina wasn't really interested, but she heard that Keaton was in it and that got her kind of interested in it. I mean, there's one other big cameo that the CGI is kind of dog water on. Like they de-aged them. Uh, no, no, they didn't de-age them. It was just, ugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to know or do you want to wait? Uh, yeah, you could tell me it's not going to ruin it for me. Uh, I'm not sure if you knew about this. In the early 90s, when they were doing Superman 1 through 4, before they landed on, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Cavill? Uh, no, no. It, uh, the 90s. Oh, um. Uh, Christopher Reeves? Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, him. Um, before they landed on him, one of the guys that actually auditioned for that movie was Nick Cage. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been horrible. Um, Nick Cage uh, makes an appearance in The Flash as Superman. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Superman or The Flash. We're here to nope. talk about the Batman. Yeah, that's right. The 2022 uh, non-DCEU Batman. It it should be DCEU. If they continued with this, I'd be more interested in the rest of the property. Right? Uh, they're, they're already confirmed a sequel already for it. Yeah. Um, I also really hope that they combine it with uh, 
the Joker. Or Joker. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I would be down with that. I mean, it's two people of very opposite intakes for like the theming of their movies. Like one is more like happy and um, I don't want to say happy, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, like kind of like a s- absurdist humor that's actually depressing. Y- yeah, I know what you're saying. Versus the Batman, which is just all dark, all serious, all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, the Batman came out in 2022, and we're gonna review it, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be the ultimate review. Um, if you've read a review in another publication, forget um, it. Never like like delete your account or whatever. Don't ever go to that place ever again. We are the only definitive source of the Batman reviews. Right, you got that right. Um, I guess where do we start with this? Uh, do we just go character wise? Maybe that will help line things. Yeah, up. I think that. Because, like, if anything we would talk about, if we talk about, like, um... Any scene. I just yeah. know there's one scene that I really want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> talked a little bit about in the intro. Um, yep. But let, let's just work down the uh, the way a little bit. And the titular character Batman himself, played by Robert Pattinson. Of yeah. Twilight, Twilight fame. That's right. Have you ever seen Twilight? I haven't. I've seen the first two. Actually. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it's kind of weird. He's going from a vampire to a Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of in theme still. <laughs> um, it, it's actually really funny. I've been I was kind of researching some trivia for this movie, and. He, when he was auditioning for uh, for this role, actually, he basically took a selfie in the back suit as a memento, just in case if it didn't work out. I I would. That's pretty cool. Um, another uh, thing that he did uh, was at the time he was doing some um uh, rehearsals for shooting Tenant. If you remember that movie as well, I know what that. I didn't see it, but I know what that is. Um, Pattinson had to lie to Christopher Nolan about it, but Nolan, who was no stranger to Batman and Warner Brothers, immediately figured it out. And he, oh. Pat, Pattinson was like, I said I had a family emergency, and as soon as he, I said it, he goes, you're doing the Batman audition, aren't you? When ba- Pattinson was uh, told that he won the role of Batman the day before principal photography for Tenet began, he was surprised that Nolan or also knew and congratulated him. Oh, that's interesting. So, was he like involved with it then, or like did he just know that because oh. he keeps tabs on it because he did it before? Oh or... uh, yeah, no, he just knew, kind of just like, oh, this is w- about when we're like, if this is audition day, this is about when they're gonna tell him. Okay, I don't well, know. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Pattinson like makes a really good Batman, honestly. He or, does like uh I, I was unconvinced when I heard it was him, but he does. Uh or should I say he makes a really good Bruce Wayne? I I think that like he plays Bruce Wayne pretty well, but he doesn't l- look like Bruce Wayne. It's really weird though, like we barely see him as Bruce Wayne in this movie. Yeah, they, most of it, like, like whoever wrote this, they're like, okay, people came to see Batman. So Bruce Wayne is getting, like, at most a fifth of the screen time. Right, and I was really tuned into both, which is really weird. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I, I think he did a really great job. I, I mean, I think that in this version of Batman, it kind of makes sense for him to look like this, because we know that he doesn't ever sleep, so he should look like shit, but he kind of looks like he does drugs when he's just Bruce Wayne. Like, like he just always looks like he does drugs. Right. Uh, like, but, I mean, this is his second year as Batman, so... He has yeah, to be we were... Like, so, so he has to be in his, his early 20s? 
Yeah, and when me and Sabrina talked about it, we're like, you know, he's supposed to be like this really in shape dude, but like honestly, like him pushing himself to the limits as much as he is would make it so he wouldn't be like he couldn't build muscle with like the sleep deprivation and everything. And he's just starting, so maybe he just hasn't done it yet, you know? Which that's why he's relying on his tech so much. Yeah. But no, yeah, he, um, you actually, I remember you saying this when, when you saw it, you said something like he, cause for most of the movie, you can't see most of his face. He does a lot of acting with his eyes. And yeah. it, he actually does like, he conveys a lot of emotion with like you barely seeing his face. And this is, uh, one of the only Batman portrayals where, uh, because early on is that messed with the whole eye makeup with him. Yeah, because, yeah, usually it's like, okay, he's clearly wearing makeup, but he takes it off and it's instantly gone. <laughs> but you see, like, the whole blackness below his eyes. Yep. Uh, he, he, he He's Batman. Yeah, no, yeah, he he did a really great job. I, uh, I actually don't really... I know I've seen him in movies before, but I can't think of what. But... I mean, I, I don't know. I was unconvinced when I heard it was going to be him. I was like, okay, he actually, he, he was really good. Right. Uh, if you had to rank your Batman with the six of them now, uh, because you, have, um, you have Woods, Clooney, uh, Keaton, uh, uh, not Woods, West, uh, <laughs> Clooney, Keaton, uh, Bale, Pattinson, and who am I missing? I'm missing DCU Batman. Uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, Affleck. Those six. Yeah. How would you rank? So them? I, I have not seen Ben Affleck's Batman at all. So um, he's just excluded from my list. Okay. And I'd probably say um. Uh, Probably, it, it's close, but I would say either Bale or um, Pattinson as one, and then Keaton, and then um, West, and then Clooney. Where does Affleck go? It just nowhere. I haven't seen it him at all, so I can't judge him. Oh, I thought you said you didn't see Keaton. Oh no, uh, maybe I did. What I I meant, um, I didn't Catholic. see. Uh, yeah, uh, which I would not watch any of the movies that are out of him. The only movie I would watch with Affleck as a Batman is the Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Because that yeah, because really you really liked that, right? Yeah, I really liked the Snyder Cut. Um, I just. Because I liked his, because that's where you can really see what Affleck is trying to do as Batman. Like the yeah. portrayal he's trying to give. But no, I would give like the same ranking with that. Well, cool. We pretty much agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not really much else to say about Pattinson as a character. He's just Batman uh, in his early years. I would say one thing that is kind of interesting this movie does that I haven't seen in any of the other live action movies really like you see in a lot of the animated Batman movies but like he's not that much of a detective in most of the other um live action versions and this movie is almost a noir movie and most of it is just him following leads and interpreting evidence and figuring it out which is pretty cool to see Right, and like we rarely get to see uh, Batman as a detective in any one of his movies. Yeah, there's a couple of animated ones he does it, but like, I mean, even most of them, it's just more of like action, you know? But yeah, you can actually see uh, him walk, uh, like just, just like walking around the crime scene at the very beginning. Like you can see him just like analyzing everything. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was actually pretty cool, and I like how like instead of him just being like inexplicably smarter than everyone, or he just uses some technology that doesn't exist to figure it out, like he actually figures it out in a way that makes sense, and you could probably figure it out too. 
right? Um, and, and like with the help of our the character that we're probably going to go over next, um, he, he can solve pretty much anything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, are you ready to go to that next character? Yep. Uh, we got Alfred Pennyworth. Woohoo! Woo! Alfred is. I am too lazy to look it up, but I definitely recognize him and I can't place him. Adam. What? Come on. You, uh, just, you don't even need to recognize his face, just his voice. Yeah, I, I don't got it. It was bugging me, actually. Like, every scene he was in, like, I, I totally know okay, who okay. he is. Think, think Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, Andy Circus. Yes. Okay, okay. That's all uh, I needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's Gollum and Smeagol. Yep. Uh, he's also in Black Panther, uh, the first one. Yeah, uh, I think he's also, he's briefly in Age of Ultron. Yep. Man, a bunch of roles are going to come back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> I say he honestly makes a pretty good young Alfred. Or younger Alfred. Yeah, he does. Um, he has, like, um, like, like him actually going out and, like, helping him instead of just kind of hanging out is cool and i i really like the scene when he's like in the hospital and they're talking like he did a really great job there right um i just like how much of in this movie you can see him as like a fatherly fatherly figure if that makes sense it does yeah it's like yeah it's kind of cool because like uh right away um batman's trying to be like i don't need you like that like you just work for me and then, like, he realizes, okay, you know what? Maybe you kind of are my dad. Right. It realizes, like, he needs him. Yeah. As much as he needs you. Yeah. And, like, as we're going to discuss in the scene of, in a little bit uh, of how much Batman actually cares for Alfred. Right, or, and um, that's Bruce. kind of that's kind of a turning point in the movie too, where like uh, he realizes he's not as invincible as he pretends to be. Right. Uh, remind me again. How does he f- figure out uh, that there's there's a bomb coming to the manor? There is. Um... One of the notes um, the Riddler left, um, um, it, it said, uh, told him to go to uh, the orphanage, and he went to the orphanage, and he set up a bunch of stuff where it was like like a recording of uh, Thomas Wayne talking about like the fun oh, and stuff like that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which, at this point, the Riddler did not know, or maybe he knows, at this point, who Batman is. I feel like he must not know, because at the end, he reveals that he thought Batman was his accomplice, but he wanted to kill Bruce, so there's, like, no way that he knows. Right. Uh, I, I feel like at some point, he in this movie like he he like there's something that flips in his brain is like oh shit it's bruce wayne yeah but yeah no andy circus just makes a really good alfred oh yeah and he had a lot to do in it actually like he doesn't have that many scenes but they're all pretty impactful i think yeah like every scene that you see him come up he is either either figuring something out or just being alfred yeah But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's time to go over our two, two and a half villains. Yeah. Oh, Paul Dano. What a guy. Which guy is he? Uh, The Riddler. Oh, he's there. Okay. You know, I actually, I've never seen, like, a serious take on the Riddler. 
And I knew, like, like because Batman fans always told me he could be a really serious, really cool character, I was like, I trust you, I guess, but I didn't see how it could be done. And it was done. Uh, right. Uh, I've never... Uh, fun fact for you, I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember this correctly, when this movie was first being announced, you know who they wanted as the Riddler? Who? Uh, Jonah Hill. That actually could be pretty good. Yeah. There is um this mini series on Netflix and its name is going to escape me as soon as about I was about to say it, but it's uh stars Jonah Hill and Emma Watson and it is amazing. I can't think of what it was called, so I can't tell you what it is now. Uh wait. But it's it's like a really dark role. Uh, oh, let me oh whatever, I'll come to me. Uh, give me like three seconds, and I'll tell you we have the internet. Is it John Hill and Emma Watson? Is it this? Yeah, is the or end? Emma Stone. I'm sorry. I was like, is it this? Is the end? <laughs> A Superman? No. Uh, we'll we'll uh, figure it out. We'll figure it out. A- anyway, Paul Dano. Yeah. No, he did really good. I liked um what um that a good chunk of the things he says, like his delivery is like really unhinged, and you're like, wow, that guy. I would not want anything to do with that guy. And then. Um, especially when he starts yelling, he sounds really, at least to me, he sounds really impotent. Like, it's like, he is this unhinged guy you wouldn't want to mess with, but at the same time, he's inadequate. And it's, like, weird, but it's cool. Right. Um, especially at the end, like, the ending little bit with him just, um, I I don't want to say the end. Um, when Batman's, like, interrogating him in... Uh, in Arkham, yeah, uh, where he does the the singing of Ave Maria, yep that uh, that that like singing alone just puts me on edge. Yeah, it's it is really creepy. It's like, dude, if I saw this guy in real life, I'd be like, I'm staying the fuck away from that. And then moments later, when he realizes that Batman is not his friend, and he starts freaking, he's like out. He's like a petulant toddler. He's like, I can't take this guy seriously anymore. It's it, it's not like there's it like it actually makes the character better. Where there's this weird dichotomy, where he is like an insane dude you wouldn't want to mess with, but at the same time, he's just like an incel and he he can't handle his own emotions and it's pathetic right it's 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 a very interesting like dichotomy with with the riddler himself but with the riddler in media like the last time we had a riddler as the villain was jim carrey which is the exact opposite of well that's how you i mean i think that's how most people would um, like I don't know how you it's it's really hard to write a story with a guy that's like I'm gonna mess with you and I'm gonna make riddles so you can figure out my plan who's not like just a goofball right um and you know who like what I think about this Riddler a lot when I was watching this like the for the second time what's that uh what's his name uh give me a sec uh uh, John Doe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like John Doe. This whole movie gives Fincher vibes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you at home that do not know who John Doe is, go watch our 7 review, but don't watch our 7 review. We'll just watch the movie 7. I think if we ever redo an episode, it's going to be 7. Well, we gotta do Welcome to the Jungle first. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe for like the hundredth special, we will do seven again. Yeah, but but yeah, it's just he reminds me just of that unhinged character that's willing to do anything. They uh, until something sets them off, they both outwardly seem so calm. 
Now that you actually mentioned that. Yeah. It's very weird. And like the the Riddler is if John Doe was an influencer. Or if Seven took place during the modern day. Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, he's actually he's a very compelling villain to me because he's like there's there's a lot of layers to him. There's like a bunch of like emotional stunting that just makes him sad and there's like a mania that makes him terrifying and like the it's it's realistic that someone would have both of those characteristics the way he's betrayed right um and and that's like the thing with him it's like there's throughout this entire movie like there's like a narrative with him and you're trying to like figure out uh, like his riddle as the movie goes along, but it takes you in a complete opposite direction. Like at the very beginning, like when you look at uh the thing that's like stuck in the tire when Batman and Commissioner Gordon uh look oh, the, at yeah, whatever it used to cut the dude's thumb, yeah, yeah, which is a a tool that's used to cut up rugs. It's. It's just all downhill from there. Yeah. It's like, how did they, like, I want to know, like, whoever wrote this, like, this person that wrote this movie, I just want to know, like, what was their plan for this? You know? Yeah, adapt anything, I don't think, does it? Like, they, they actually just came up with this whole thing just for this movie, right? Yeah. That That's, that's pretty cool. Did you hear, uh, who they think about grabbing for the next villain? Oh. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of this villain, Hush. Uh, I th- I don't know anything about them, but that sounds like like I'm pretty sure I knew that was a a villain. Um, Hush is is a very interesting villain that's is has a lot to do with Batman's past. Or Bruce Wayne's past. Okay. Yeah. He's... Yeah. Uh, is He's a childhood friend of Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's something we can go further into at a later point, but yeah. Well, I mean, this movie already deals a lot with, like, the past of, like, the Waynes, so that would probably make sense thematically if it was going to go down a similar route. It really shines the Waynes as like in a new light, if that makes sense. Okay. There's actually that was one thing I almost forgot, but um I actually very recently bought the Telltale Games Batman. Don't ask why I only just now did that. And I haven't played it all yet, but Sabrina was playing it and I saw some of it and the plot of this movie is like like a third of the plot of that game, which is funny because I was just kind of watching that. Um, have you played any of the Arkham games? I played, um, Arkham, is City the second one? Yeah, yeah, City is the second one. I played the, yeah, I played Arkham City. Uh, I played all three, and I wish they would adapt that storyline between the three. I know it would be impossible, but still. Yeah, that'd have to, that'd have to be like a TV show or something if they were to adapt that. Right, just do a three-season TV show, call it a day. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember the story was pretty cool. Like, at that time, I didn't know a whole lot about Batman, but, like, in... I, I'm i pretty sure one of the first things that happens in Arkham City is, like, the Penguin tries to, like, beat you up as Bruce Wayne, and as Bruce Wayne, you get out of it, and you, like, break his hand or something. I was like, this is sick. I love this. Um, It's just... The the Arkham games are so much fun. Yeah, I actually I think that I might I am not might. I almost am guaranteed to play all three of them. I just uh I don't know why I missed Arkham Asylum for some reason and then my computer couldn't run um the third one. Uh, so I got some good news for you. What? Uh the uh the whole trilogy just is uh is is releasing on the Switch in the fall. 
That I was actually thinking about buying that. I I uh, saw. Um, well, I watched. It was like a few days late, but I did watch that Nintendo Direct. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know how the processor is going to run on it, but it's it's still going to be really cool. Yeah. I read a bit about it. The team that is porting it has ported a lot of games, like the Borderlands games and stuff like that, that you wouldn't expect to really run on the Switch. Yeah. I know those run really well, so if anyone can do it, those guys probably can. Uh, I guess along those same lines is like the Penguin. What do you think of Colin Farrell as the Penguin? I think that he's like a really good, like random, like mafioso type dude. But like, I mean, that's what he needed to be in this movie. But he didn't really do anything that was really like penguiny to me, which is fine because that wasn't like the point of it. Yeah, and plus he wasn't the main villain. He's just a side villain in this movie. Yeah, I will say one thing that the I I think they probably just. I'm sure they thought of this when they were writing it and they just didn't do it because it's kind of wonky the dialogue would have to be. But instead of just, like, they just leave him tied up and it's kind of funny when they leave him after interrogating him. Why didn't Gordon arrest him for, um, um, like, killing a ton of people on the freeway? Who knows at this point? Uh, yeah, that was the first thing I thought. Actually, it's like he's like killed like at least ten people, and they and they didn't arrest him. Arkham's already like corrupt enough, to be honest. <laughs> um, I guess my one big takeaway with the penguin is, what do you think of his prosthetics? Looked pretty good, I thought. Apparently, Colin Farrell went into a, like a coffee shop as the Penguin, and nobody recognized him. Oh yeah. With well, I, I guess that goes to show it was like I mean they didn't look at him and think like oh that dude's wearing a bunch of stuff that's weird. It's just crazy how much stuff he did put on for that. You know he's probably really glad he wasn't didn't have that much screen time because I'm sure that took quite a while to get him ready. They're actually giving him, like, his own series on HBO. A Penguin series. Well, never mind. I guess he's going to spend a lot of time in the makeup makeup chair. Yeah, I mean, it's better than... Yeah, I mean, I feel like makeup's come a long way. He doesn't get used to that much guff on his face. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the penguin and like his whole big, like, uh, what did they call the iceberg lounge? Yeah. I really like that whole thing. That's kind of cool. Cause it's something that I don't know if that's a theme from the comics or not, but that's something I could imagine. Like I, I can imagine a city that's just ran really shittily and like everyone that's responsible for it hangs out at a VIP club and they figure out how to get rich off the city being shitty. Yeah. And like, I I like how the two different interactions of when Batman shows up there and when Bruce shows up there. Yeah. That one Bruce showed up there and it was like the same scene, but different. I was like, this is like, this is cool. I wouldn't expect a callback in a movie like this. Right. And this movie is just like dark enough where it's just like, you don't know what's going to happen to Bruce if he shows up there. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think probably a lot of people thought that, but like when he gets electrocuted near the end, I was like, there's a possibility that actually killed him because this isn't mainline. Yeah, but at the same token, like if if they want this to be big and they want to bring in other Batman villains, they kind of have yeah. to keep him alive. Yeah, but I mean, like it, I was actually like, wow, he might have actually died. He doesn't need to survive in this movie, right? Uh, I'm like I, I was like I but I had no doubt in my mind like he wasn't gonna die. So. Yeah. There's just no way. Um but yeah. Um 
Other than that, we just have our like three kind of one-off characters of Selena Camille, James, uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon, and uh, F Falcone. Which I feel um, like we can wrap all three of these into kind of one. Because there's, there's Falcone's many. probably the quickest one because he's just uh, another pretty good random mafia character who's a shitty dad. Yeah, yeah. He is super shitty, and I'm yep. glad that he died at the end. Yep. Um, I feel like Selena and Bat Bruce's like uh story, like love storyline, should have ended. Like, I mean, like it should have, like, been cut out of the movie. The movie is already three hours. It does not need to be. It could have been cut down to this day. Yeah, they I they could be flirtatious to each other, but I think that's the only thing that's really realistic, at least at this stage, because I there we probably see every moment they're together basically. For the most part, there isn't like they have like a long standing relationship or anything. And, like, Batman doesn't easily let people in, so it doesn't make sense for him to, like, immediately, like, fall for her, even though it maybe makes sense for him to, like, flirt with her. And I'm guessing, like, they're trying to set that up so later down the line, because this is only his year two, so I don't think he's, like, fully realized who Batman is. And yeah. And what he does for the city. So maybe his yeah. feelings are getting the best of him. But yeah, I mean, I feel like he shouldn't have feelings for a really. It's like, oh, there's this random person I actually caught in the middle of the crime, but it was convenient for me, so I just pivoted and let it help me, help me out, and then we went on a couple adventures together because it helped both of us, and that's it. That that should be his mentality. If he sh thinks she's hot or not, should kind of be beside the point. Right. Uh, I, I like the new Catwoman suit, though. No, it looks good. Better than uh, Halle Berry's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, and Commissioner Gordon is interesting. It's a different, really different take on the character, but yeah. it really fits the film. Well, yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I'm just surprised they didn't, like, that Batman so buddy-buddy uh, with the cops already in year two is my biggest thing. Yeah, especially, like, I mean, it's kind of weird because, like, the one corrupt cop obviously completely hates him, and he was, like, the ranking cop, too. Right. Well, but I'm glad they included Commissioner Gordon because you can't have Batman without Gordon. Yeah. Well, you can have that one other guy. I'm not sure. I think he's an Arkham Knight. I cannot remember his name, though. That's not my head. Is it... Uh... No, that's not him. It's, um... Give me a second. I can figure out his name. Uh... Batman Arkham Knight characters it's who the fuck is it oh it's a uh, lucius fox okay okay I was trying sure. to think of who it might be you're talking about. Okay, but yeah, okay. Uh, do you know you know who Lucius Fox is? Yeah, that was uh, Morgan Freeman's character. Yeah, yeah. like like yeah. I, I feel like he would have fit as well. Yeah, it's maybe. Uh, I suppose if in this version of it, he's kind of abandoned Wayne Enterprises at least for the time being. He couldn't have hired Lucius Fox, at least not yet. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Um, but, but, but I mean, like, for what, what they did, like, I feel like the story is, like, perfect. Yeah. No, it, it, uh, has a bunch of twists and turns, and it's compelling because you're figuring it out with him. Right. I mean, this movie, how much did this movie make? Uh, I don't have any of my regular tabs open, actually. Let me take a look. Uh, it made $771 million. That's not bad. With a budget of 185 to $200 Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, other than that, how would you like uh, Wayne Manor in this movie? I guess I didn't give it a whole lot of thought. I actually have trouble picturing um, his house. Well, no, I just like the gothic architecture. Like, that that they're not really in a building, but they're kind of like in like a tower of sorts. If that makes sense. When I watch it again, I'm going to have to pay attention because I actually, I can't remember a thing about it. I, I, I really liked it, though. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, I guess. What else is there? There's the another scene I really liked was the ending kind of fight sequence after he finds out that all like the cars are gonna be blown up, which is gonna cause like a giant flood everywhere in Gotham. Yep. You mean like the the fight where he's attacking like the gunmen? Yeah, and like he has to take uh, what people believe is uh, uh, Bane's like serum. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, it's actually it's not just like a fight; like it has a thematic reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I really I really enjoyed that little bit of just him trying to save as many people as he possibly can. Yeah. Before the no, electrical, I, uh, electrical gets down. Yeah, I, I think that that's a really cool scene. Like, it's got pretty good action, but, like, him confronting possibly, like, the bad things he did to the city while trying to actively make the city a better place is... It's just really good writing. Oh, one 1,000%. I do like, in that scene, though, like, I mean... He's at least obviously trying not to kill them, but like a few of them definitely died. Oh, well, one million percent. Uh, like he did not. <laughs> it's like I'm t- I'm trying really hard to just beat you up, but like you guys keep falling off and accidentally shooting each other or both, and yeah, some of you are dead. Yeah. Uh, do you think I'm not wearing bulletproof armor? I am. <laughs> Uh, or like when he like saved that kid uh, at the very end underneath all that rubble. I just like like the yeah. the, the uh, how do I want to say it the the lighting in that uh, scene. Yeah, there's actually some. I mean, I don't think we're probably really gonna get into it, but a lot of the cinematography is really good, and yeah, that was really shot well. Right, uh, it's like uh, all I remember from like my time in the theater is how like the red light. Like I think it was like when it's been a, been a hot second before I seen the movie, um, but when the when he's trying to like shine a light and it's all the big bright red light coming around. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, that was about? probably really striking. It's very. It was very striking in the movie theater. Oh, and I guess the only other big scene that was really nice in the movie theater is the car chase with Penguin, and when he's trying to race back to uh, Wayne Manor. Yep, those are like the best scenes in this entire movie. Yeah, that was probably really cool in the theater. 
I think a lot of times it's hard to make a chase scene where it's still like fast paced and you know fun, but you can also still kind of like tell what's happening. And they did a pretty good job. Oh, one thousand percent. It's it's just like the music, the tension, everything, the sound. Yeah. yeah. I uh, generally don't like film scores, but I will say the music in that moment was pretty cool. Oh yeah, it was. This movie was a lot. Yeah, if in, if, in if I can be a. a a music nerd for like 10 seconds it's like i i can't place the theme but i know i've heard that theme before it's like basically note for note same orchestration everything as another theme i've heard before but in the original version of it it like uh resolves to a nice note it sounds triumphant but in that version it never resolves it just plays the beginning of the theme and it just stops dramatically and then it plays again after a minute and it makes it like really tense and fun. Right. And like this movie was uh, nominated for best sound, best makeup and hairstyling and best visual effects. So combining all three of those together in just one triumphant scene, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Did it win any of that? Uh, no. Or just, anything? No. Unfortunately, okay. <laughs> I mean, one uh, like one at other events, but no, it was just yeah, it was just one at other events, but just not this event. Okay. But I s- suppose like we honestly covered a lot in a short amount yep. of time, and time kind of flew by. Yeah. Yeah, we actually, I know we were both looking at the time, we're like, oh crap, we're taking way too long, and (laughs) speed up. Uh, Is there anything you really want to talk about? Do we quickly want to, like, compare this to Nolan Batman? Because this is, like, probably, like, those are the two that are most comparable. Yeah, sure. Um, I mostly prefer this movie over Nolan's Batman's. I I think I do too. Like I haven't seen the Nolan Batman's in a long time, so maybe I'd watch them and I'd be like, ah, they're better. But I think that I enjoyed this a lot more than I enjoyed uh, Nolan Batman. Right. Uh, and, and like like obviously, like Heath Ledger has. Or are we comparing all the movies to one, or are we just doing Dark Knight two? the batman just one for one uh i suppose we could just do dark knight to the batman to make it easier right um uh like i'm not holding a a candle between heath ledger and paul dano uh it's just um yeah, like obviously Heath Ledger takes the cake for that one. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's Heath Ledger's Joker is one of the most unhinged performances ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like as far as like Christian Bale versus uh, Pattinson, Pattinson wins by mile. Yeah. As far as just the movie itself goes, I found the script of it being a mystery and stuff like that a lot more interesting than just, right. you know, Joker having plans that are incomprehensible and then those plans being foiled. I mean, I'm not going to say that's bad, but it's not as interesting to me. Uh, well, this movie, he actually has a plan. He actually has a backstory. He, the Riddler is just a more layered character than the Joker. I mean, like, different times, different directors, different everything, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But both of them have their audiences and what they like. Like, for example, like some people like Joaquin's Phoenix's Joker better than, the, uh, than Heath Ledger's Joker. Yep. You you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I know what you're saying, and and 
I'm sure that you probably could start either like a fun spirited debate or like a really nasty argument with either of those takes. So, you know, it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> right. Uh we could be on this for uh for like another hour and a half or something. Yeah. Like but like comparing like each little bit and piece. But yeah, yeah, that's I think like if we just want to talk about it broadly though, that I think that kinda got what I would say if 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 someone was gonna ask me which do you like better and why, I'd just be like script's more interesting and I I think the action is better. And just in most ways it's at least a little bit better to me. Yeah, no, uh I would prefer to watch this over The Dark Knight. Like, yeah. Three out of five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, probably about where I sit. Right. Uh, like, what else has this guy done, the director? Matt Reeves. The name sounds familiar, but I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, you would know him most definitely. Oh, hey, there we go. Oh, he works with Andy Serkis a lot. He's in the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he's done Dawn War of the Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield. Controversial opinion, Cloverfield isn't very good. Uh, I've never actually seen Cloverfield. Uh, there's a decent chance you would like it because most people seem to like it, but I, I'm not a fan. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I still gotta watch it, so I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, you probably should. I, but I, I would, I would probably tell anyone who hasn't seen it, it's worth seeing, but I won't watch it with you. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> yeah you make me do it <laughs> uh, but i guess uh do you have any final thoughts about batman uh i don't think so uh neither do i so let's just get straight into uh uh score i'd um, probably give it a pretty comfortable like eight of t- out of ten i'll give it an 8.5 that's that's reasonable like, my biggest concern is just the timeline of the movie. Like, I know you gotta show the Riddler, and the Riddler has to, like, you're trying to go for a more Fincher vibe, but I feel uh, it's all the 8.5 should do the work. Yeah, um, I could, probably could score it higher if it was more concise, because it is pretty long, but, I mean, it doesn't ruin it, so it's still an 8. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, so Pathetic Premiere gives it a 8.25 out of 10. Sounds good. 8.25 out of 10. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, next time, uh, after you guys follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you may find us, uh, and maybe soon Letterboxd, uh, and go watch our <laughs> previous episodes and go see, uh, go check out Eli to see what he's up to. Uh, I think our... the, the letterbox is like, uh, JJ Abrams mystery box and we're just, it's just constantly dangled, <laughs> but like never resolved. <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, like, eventually we'll get a letterbox, and it'll 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 be good. Yeah, it's just it's just like when we have time. Yeah. Uh but next time it's actually Adam's birthday anniversary, wife's birthday, everything in between. Yep. Uh, yeah, I planned it out pretty good. Uh yeah, he did. <laughs> uh. So he got to choose whatever's next, so blame him if you don't like it. 
But everyone will like it. Probably. 90%. Yeah. Uh, what kind of person listens to this podcast who's a hater? Nobody. Me. Oh, well, okay. There, There is one hater amongst us. That one guy in Switzerland. <laughs> He's just, she's just like right now, just like he just feels so like attacked. I mean, uh, neither of us speaks. They do. What do they speak in Switzerland? I'm. I think it's Swedish. Yeah, uh, but neither of us understand Swedish, so uh, we're we're good. If we're not careful, we might learn some curse words. Maybe. You know, honestly, that's probably to me some random person in Switzerland finding us is like a person who wants to learn English and they just want to listen to English and they're like, I don't want to listen to anything that like is popular. So I'm just going to find some English language podcast that no one else has heard of. Yeah. And then they find us and then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next time on Pathetic Premiere, which will probably, the episode will probably go up like the 15th, probably. Somewhere yeah, that sounds or, right. Somewhere, give or yeah. take. But yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, peace. And that was the story of how I defeated the Riddler. Well, thankfully, you showed me at least one person who's crazier than me, and now I know that I don't belong here. Yep, hopefully I'll never see your face in here. And hopefully I see your unmasked face. Uh, no one will know my secret identity. Okay, fair enough. Oh, uh, uh, it looks like it's time to be going, kid. But we just got here. Well, you see that thing in the sky? Is it a bird? No, it's my signal. Oh, we're not doing the super. Okay, we're not going to do the superman bed. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I, gu uh, I guess you got to go. But because we just got here, what if I came with you? Do you do realize we're going to complete? destruction right yeah um i i like having my adventure okay just sign this waiver so if you do die i you won't your family won't sue okay um why does this say um robin um uh, uh, uh oh wrong wrong waiver uh, here's the new one uh, okay okay and then, um, can you give me a second one? I'm just gonna sign my friend Tyler's name, and if anyone asks, I can, I like they they won't, but I can I can forge your signature pretty good. Okay, uh, here's the second one. All right, we are ready to go. I guess where's your friend? Oh, uh, he is uh, waiting by the cops. Uh, so I'll go get him.